Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted's. Starring the Ted. Start. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. <laughs> the podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, The Ted Smith. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Ah, oh, bottom square. Because <laughs> he is living in the south in Austin. That's what I name of Cop. What's going on? Boys, we got almost no sports on TV, so Ted is turning to UFO Fest in Burien. Obviously, things get a little crazy in the summer. I'm hyped about it, and uh, yeah, pumped to be here. It's good to see you guys. What's up? <laughs> Things do get a little crazy in the summer. Up there in the top square with this new fancy microphone, Matt, comma, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Great to see you. Uh, first public service announcement, wear sunscreen. I don't know if you guys can tell. I have a, like one patch of peeling on my forehead because I was wearing a backwards hat this weekend and did not put on sunscreen. So I got one oh, no. patch of a sunburn. <laughs> You got like the little setting sun logo yeah, on, your, I know. on your head. I, was, Damn, I, woke, I woke up the next day. I was like, ah, should have put like, you know, like, I don't know. I'm so fair yeah. skinned. There's sometimes I'm just sitting out there and I'm like, oh, I'm getting burned. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things when you, when you see in the mirror, like at this age, you're just like, yep, I, I knew better than that, but I, I did nothing, you know? And even you people, blame I, yourself. I don't care if you're Italian or Greek and you're like, ah, I got darker skin. Like, wear sunscreen i have so many people in their 40s and 50s that have to go get like surgery and stuff and stuff removed from their face and it's like yeah just wear sunscreen yeah easier said than done but i agree with you you are correct i mean look i didn't do it it was just one little patch but yeah like some there's sometimes too like i forget sometimes when it seems like it's overcast or whatever like you could still get a burn one of the worst burns I had last summer was playing pub league in June. And I was like, ah, it's not that sunny. I'll be fine. I was poorly mistaken. Yeah. I feel like when it's sunny and it's not hot out or like skiing is like some of the worst because you're getting it off the snow or like when you're in a pool, so you're not feeling it. And then you just get roasted. Like some of those, I feel like the worst sunburns I ever see Vegas pool parties. You see people turning like purple. Yeah. <laughs> I remember at meltdown one year. There was a guy walking by and he was like purple. And God, I can't remember if Cobb, you were standing next to me. Might have been me and Taryn and Brad. We were like, we need to go over and put suntan lotion on that dude. Like, I don't think he has any idea how burned he's getting. Yeah. And at that point, like, it's almost too late. I mean, people get into bad, bad situations. In fact, a couple guys, uh, God, why do I always do this? A couple guys died this weekend at the national park on the Texas Mexico border. Um, and you know, sunscreen played a small role. They died of heat exhaustion. Yeah. Cobb bursting so. through with just the sunshine ray of comments. All right. Try to keep, man. keep things pumped up, man. You know, you got to go high, low Vegas pool party. A couple people getting scorched in the desert. You decide. <laughs> Have either of you ever been to that like daytime pool party? Wet Republic? God, no, I want to though. Nope. It has my name all over it. And I think there's another big one at the the wind too. Have you been? I have not, but I have stayed at the MGM and their regular pool is awesome. Like what Republic's yes. are on like the other side, but like, yeah, what Republic's for you? I'm over there in the regular MGM lazy river drinking frozen drinks. Dude, that lazy river is sick. I've been in there. I want to see you, Ted, 
people don't know this about you, but you enjoy a good nightclub now and again. And I would love to see you with like, you know how they have those super soakers that hold a bottle of champagne. I feel like that's your, that that's your vibe in Vegas. <laughs> Just making friends, shooting champagne. Don't am get I, me wrong. Am I crazy? There's there's certain times I thoroughly enjoy a nightclub and I, I still have it in me, but I'm just like, I don't know what Republic I lo- like. I looked at the line. I was like, oh, we're not getting in there. <laughs> like We're going to have to oh, pay a yeah. hundred dollars to get in there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at this point in my life, I don't even deal with lines. You know, it's just like I'm just out like you have like more than like six people waiting in line. Like, I'm good. I'll just go somewhere else. You know, I will say, though, my yes. buddy had a bachelor party. We stayed out at the uh, MGM signature, like in the back. And they were like, we got to go down to the pool. And I was like, I'm not a big hangout by the pool all day. We had so much fun. Like that lazy yeah. river and like just it was it was fucking awesome. And that's just the regular pool at MGM. That's not even like the club. And there's all like the yeah, hot chicks. Vegas pool. Oh. Yeah. All the hot girls and bikinis and stuff serving you. I kept drinking those frozen drinks and I like got a third. And she goes, how many have you had? And I was like, this is my third. She's like, oh. You're gonna you're gonna be asleep. I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "There's like shits or shits. There's like six shots of vodka in each of these." And I was like, "What?" I'm like, wow, that is more than I expected. <laughs> yeah, me too. And she's right. I had to go to sleep before we went out that night. <laughs> Rowdy. <laughs> All right. Speaking of pools, partying, LSU. They won the national title in the College World Series. They also set a new record with over 68,000 Jello shots bought. 68,000? It was like 68,880 or something. Boys, oh my God. The last update we got via email was 24,000. And I was like, this is ludicrous. I mean, they had a lot of donors spending thousands at a piece. I also don't know how you get to 68. You're over 68,500. Like somebody had to step up and get to 69,000 jello shots. <laughs> that's God, that's wild. Is that just that, that Raisin Cane's bankroll or what? It's wow. that. And I read there was other like very, uh, you know, well healed uh, alumni <laughs> that just showed up and were spending thousands of dollars after each game. Just like, oh, we're setting a crazy record. That's awesome, man. Like, if you're going to do it, like, you already noticed they're over the record. It's like, all right, like, let's make this thing unreachable. You know, like, this is our year. And for them to do that and then win it. Oh. I'll tell you what, man. In another life, I want to come back as a Bengal Bengal Tiger and be be an LSU fan. The Bayou Bengals. (laughs) I thought you were going to. I don't know. Good football program. Good baseball everything i thought you were gonna say you wanted to come back as one of those bartenders at that bar and i was just like ted that dream is well within the scope of your of possibility i want to be reincarnated as a bartender in Omaha. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like, that's where i thought you were going i'm just like what the f-? <laughs> dare to dream buddy dare to dream <laughs> way to shoot for the stars ted <laughs> No, honestly, LSU, man, their whole like tailgating scene is legendary. I've only heard of it, and it just sounds like just their whole program down there seems really rad. I would love to be a part of that, too. Dude, I'm telling you, like going to a night game at LSU, that's one of the best trips we've been on. Because people always ask, what are the best trips? And it's like no particular order, but it's like LSU, 
the Florida Georgia game and then just Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah, Scottsdale's a good time. I feel like Michigan Ohio State at the Big House would be pretty cool too. That's the stuff of legend. It is, and that would be awesome, but it's just December and cold. Like, we went to the Army-Navy game, which was a blast, but it was freezing. Yeah, that's true. Weather, especially on a trip like that, does play a huge factor. I feel like that's what makes places like Phoenix or uh, Austin, Texas appealing. Yeah, and like the Florida-Georgia games, like at the end of October, but it's in Jacksonville, so it's still pretty good weather. Hmm. Yeah, I think I was telling you, uh, so Jacksonville, like one of my dreams is to go to that pool at some point with my buddy Carl. Um, well, uh, I think I was telling you, but now there's a, a minor league team in Texas that has a lazy river in their stadium. And Ted, I feel like that's the kind of thing two guys like us could achieve. Oh, 100%. Just I don't know how far away it is from me, but. <laughs> I wonder too if like the game ends and they're like, all right, guys, you got to get out of the pool. Like, oh, man, like- I don't know. <laughs> Looks like it's the Rough Riders. Oh, from Frisco. Yeah, where's that at? Frisco, Texas. I Riders believe it's Field? Outside of Dallas, like North Texas or North, you know what I mean? Like where, uh, like up by oh. Arlington. They have DFW. Teddy Roosevelt. They have uh, Teddy Roosevelt as their mascot because of the Rough Riders. So I have one of their hats. Yeah, it looks like it's uh and also Dr. Pepper was invented in Waco. So it looks like it's Dr. Pepper Riders Field, formerly known as Dr. Pepper Seven Up Ballpark. And yeah, they have a full lazy river. I'm reading about it right now. The most oh. unique fan experience in the DFW area. Widely recognized as one of the best ballpark features in sports. Boys, this could have our name on it. Maybe this is the next podcast meetup. (laughs) That sounds awesome. (laughs) Like you guys gonna go tuba river? Like, no, lazy river. Texas, minor league baseball. I mean, that's everything you want. Sports, beverages, lazy river. Wow. They even have a list of fun facts. That's awesome. One lap is 400 feet. Dude, this looks so cool. Oh, God. I'm looking at a video of it. This is legit, boys. We, wow. This has, this has tailgate tour written all over it. How far is that from you? DFW area is like, you know, two hours and... Uh, maybe like two hours and 30 minutes or so. I don't know. I always forget if it's two or three. So I'm just kind of guessing in the middle, but we've driven up there before. It's, it's significant, but if you stay overnight, you're good. It's just, you don't want to do it back and forth in a day. <laughs> I'm just laughing now. Like, God damn it. This bastard Cobb's going to send us a text one day. Just like I'm in the river. Like, damn it. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen if you don't get down here. That is exactly what's going to happen. Like, we made it. <laughs> just all caps are like, another one. You'll just get a bunch of DJ Khaled memes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, they should have our- one of those in, uh, they should have one of those where Matt is. Don't you think? Like, that feels like, I feel like that makes a lot of sense for Palm Springs hockey. To have a lazy river? Hell yeah, dude. That'd be awesome. Dude, it's so cold in that arena. I'll just say, when's the last time you were in a hockey arena, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went to a lot of hockey games, but it's just like, I don't know, man. It just seems cool, and I know they don't have a baseball team, so that's kind of all they got. You can't really do a lazy river around the tennis tournament, which is their other big event, or the polo matches. I think yeah. you have a better shot at doing it at a tennis tournament than you do at a hockey arena. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome if like the tennis uh, attendance is like going down. You know what's the uh, what's the tournament called down there, Matt? 
the BNP Paribas. Yeah. Indian so like Wells. if it's like attendance is going down for Indian Wells, they're like, you know what? Like we need an X factor. I mean, just surround the court in a lazy river, like a figure <laughs> eight. So it goes around two courts. <laughs> it's like the coolest tournament in tennis or something like that. Well, the other problem with tennis, though, is you got to be quiet. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, they go with a different atmosphere. You can play on clay. You can win on grass. But can you win in Paribas? (laughs) Can you you beat the drunks going around you every two and a half minutes? Exactly, dude. Like, tennis. Yeah. Tennis, they do different, you know, they do different scenarios. Like, they have Wimbledon. Like, that's for, like, you know, the librarian and you. Like, why don't they have the opposite? Dealing with drunk guys in Palm Springs. I mean, that's what the Waste Management Open is in Phoenix every year, right? I mean, like, there's no golf tournament that's that loud and that raucous. But, like, they're like, oh, <laughs> really? once a year, you guys can go nuts on the 16th green. Man. <laughs> yeah, there's this one video that always goes around um, throughout the entire year of this guy just unable to walk, like, trying to just make his way forward as he's like falling backwards and side to side, like all at once. I've you've just never seen anybody like that, that drunk, even attempting to walk. Uh, but yeah, that's what, that's what happens at the waste management in Phoenix. (laughs) Do you guys follow drunk people doing stuff on like Instagram? No. Oh, it's pretty good. But there's a there's a there's a lot of clips of that, especially outside of like football or soccer arenas in Europe, where it's just like somebody just trying to walk forward and they're just kind of like, oh, to the left, oh, to the right. Like, oh, man, I don't I don't know if they're going to make it Matt, Are You talking about the guy in the green sweatshirt. Who, me? Yeah, I don't I don't like remember. Management open. Yeah, maybe. I'm watching the clip right now. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, there's man, yeah. man versus gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I watched that show on National Geographic. Man versus oh. gravity. <laughs> brought, brought to you by Fireball and Miller Lite. <laughs> well, the other problem is I've heard on that 16th green, like it's so packed. People are like, you don't want to like give up your spot. So like. If you're just standing in one spot for hours on end, getting hammered, like having to use your legs to move again would be tough. Oof. Oh, yeah. It's like when you come off a boat, you know, it all gets real or come out of a hot tub. Yeah. There are like a few. <laughs> there are a few I mean, like, look, natural transitions. I've seen it happen just in a chair. Like a good buddy of mine. Like we were just sitting there for like, it's like the end of the night. Right. And we had been. We've been boozing pretty good, and he just kept eating edibles like they were like candy. And then we're like sitting there and like, you know, it's later in the night. So we're like making some food or whatever. And he just gets up and to this day. Like as soon as he got up, part of me was like, just grab him right now. I didn't. <laughs> he takes two steps and just had her. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. And it's never graceful. Like they like they don't shield themselves, you know? Oh. No, the last two people I've seen that happen to are actually both pretty like like athletic, like good drinkers. It just it's like, yeah, like you just sat there forever. Like my other buddy I'm thinking of too, we're at my friend's house, and he was just in like this cool, like like the change lounge, like looking cool all night. But he must have been sitting there for three hours 
just ripping beers. And same thing. He finally got up to pee and like kind of stumbled and I grabbed him. He's like, dude, I'm fine. It's me. And I was like, all right. And I let go of him and he fell over. What <laughs> <laughs> <One> nasty. <laughs> wow. He tried to talk you down. It That's worked. Funny. I was like, all right, you know what? You're That's right. Fine. I don't know why I'm holding yeah. on to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, your life. And he came out of the bathroom. He was fine. But yeah, when you're just sitting somewhere or just standing like that poor bastard, he probably was sitting at that or standing at that 16th green for hours, just having the time of his life. And it's like, oh, we got to move. Oof. <laughs> yeah, tough to, <laughs> tough to get mobile after that. I want to know who that person was, Ted. <laughs> Do I know I'll them? I'll text you. Okay. It's a short <laughs> list. <laughs> I can tell you this much. It is it is not somebody that has festivaled with us. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I don't think we talked about this last week. One of the biggest rumors going around the internet is that Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, cage match. Musk is running match. His- Musk has been running his mouth. Uh, Zuck came over the top and just said, send me the address. Let me know. Thoughts on this fight. Wow. Is that how it actually went down? I've only seen the headlines. But so Musk was saying that he could take on Mark Zuckerberg and Mark Zuckerberg just said, send me the address. Yeah. And it's a callback to, uh, I forget which UFC boxer did it or fighter did it. And they, I think it was, uh, uh, Khalib or whatever and he was like yeah send me the address whatever I'll go fight tomorrow so Musk was on Twitter being like oh I'll I'll fight him in a cage match if he's up for it and then Zuck screenshots it and just says send address wow dude I mean the thing is Elon Musk might have to eat his words because I believe that Mark is a black belt or he's at least a purple belt in jiu-jitsu he's a blue he's, belt he's solid though I've I've yeah, he's, I mean, Elon Musk looks a little soft, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't doubt that they both have, you know, a crazy willpower, but I mean, you know, technical skills play a big difference, especially when pride is on the line and you know, the whole nation will watch this. Oh, I, they, they're talking like a hundred bucks. I would plop that down tomorrow and watch that fight. Who you got? I got Zuck just cause he has training, right? He's got a blue belt in jujitsu. He's been, he's actually goes and competes i've also seen him like hitting pads and stuff musk is much bigger like physically just bigger taller so i mean if he got his if he could land a, a good punch it would obviously stun uh, zuckerberg but i don't know man zuck just seems to have that and, and look i'm not a fan of either of these guys truthfully but in this fight oh i think i think zuck has the cool confidence he's just like oh i'm going in all right, so here's some stats, the tail of the tape, if you will. So it sounds like uh, Elon Musk is five foot 11, 180 pounds. He's 52 years old, though, which is going to count against him. Zuckerberg weighs in at 154 pounds, which is significantly smaller. I'm not seeing a height here for Zuck. Um, like oh, 1.71 meters. What, what does that mean? Um, okay. Uh, is Mark Zuckerberg colorblind? Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, you know, tail of the tape. I mean, you got to have Musk, but it, realistically, you know, I wrestled, I've done a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of jujitsu and 
It's all about technique. Only when both people have equal technique does strength and weight really play much of a factor. I guess weight, but strength, you know, is probably the third concern. I mean, people could correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, like just knowing what to do is a huge part of it. I I think Elon's talking out of his ass because Zuckerberg is just going to, I mean, he's going to steamroll him. You know, he's going to ragdoll him if this is, if he's actually been training. Unless secretly Elon has been training this whole time. Which also seems possible. I, yeah, I some people, right? Because I talked about it on the men's room. Some people are like, "Yeah, he's got some training." They were like, "He used to get in street fights in South Africa," and I'm like, "I guess outside of his parents' emerald mine." Or was that that's divine? what I'm saying? Like, he grew up rich. I have a hard time seeing him like getting in that many scraps in the streets. <laughs> yeah, it's not Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, good <Scary>. call. <laughs> <laughs> I just think also like I think he's just used to like talking trash and most like most people aren't billionaires. It's like whatever you say to him, he can just come over the top and be like, yeah, I'm Elon Musk. But like with Zuckerberg, it's like, yeah, he's a billionaire, too. And he like just being like, send me the address. Like, yeah, he's got that cool confidence of like, I'll I'll whoop your ass. Where Where do you want it? You're right. That is a Khabib thing. Now that you say that, I, I remember that. Yeah. And that's the thing, like I was saying, like if technique is equal, then strength comes in, like their billions are effectively equal each other out. So now it's like a real mano a mano fight. And Zuck just, I love that he shot called him. I'm honestly traditionally not a huge Zuckerberg fan, but in this one, I'm going with Ted Smith, going with my gut. I'm going with the smaller man, Zuckerberg for the win. Matt, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I'd, I thought Zuckerberg as soon as I saw it because I'd seen some of those training videos. And yeah, to to my knowledge, Elon Musk does not have training experience. Yeah, I mean, look, I was I was joking this weekend with some friends because I have a couple different friends that always order the fights. And I go, look, I'm calling dibs. If that fight happens, I am buying that one. We are watching it at my house. (laughs) Well, dude, so the other thing to think about is Elon Musk is not a dumb guy. So either this is an extreme act of hubris or he knows something we don't. He's got an ace up his sleeve. Maybe his plan is to bulk up to like, you know, 240 pounds or, you know, he did some training way back in the day that nobody knows about. Like there's got to be some sort of an angle or edge, right? Like he wouldn't just subject himself to being choked out on national television without any glimmer of hope. What do you guys think? Like what's the uh, what's but why do what's, you think that? I have to assume that he doesn't just think that being rich can help him win a fight against a man who trains. I think he just thinks he can talk whatever he wants on Twitter because he owns it. Nobody And most the normal person can't call him out, right? Like you can't compete with him money wise or whatever. So I think he was honestly, I think he was just doing his normal talking and Zuck was like, all right, let's but do it. Wait. So what was the actual tweet? He just said, like, I'll do a ki-. All right. Now you got me. Got Dude, me involved. And Cobb, you might appreciate the fact that Zuck responded like Elon, Elon sent a tweet and then Zuck posted it on his Instagram story. Like he's like, so wow. what? I got my own social network. I'm not using Twitter to respond to this. Like I'm over here on the gram. Send me yeah, the and, address. And that Zuck, is wild. They're trying to come up with like a, a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to because com- to compete with regular Twitter. So like Musk just spent like four or five days taking shots at Zuckerberg. And it's like he always does that stuff. But it's like generally, 
You know what I mean? Like the most people can't come back and like get him. Whereas Zuck was just like, yeah, all right. Like we're kind of on the same level. Like bring it on. Dude, it's looking like the bookmakers might be favoring Musk. Wow. I mean, he's bigger. What is happening? I feel like there's some piece of critical information that we don't have, boys. This is wild. What a fun story. Dude, this I feel like is more proof that we're living in like an alternate universe. Like this feels this is sim- the stuff of simulation. Two like child genius billionaires are going to wrestle each other in a cage match for national entertainment. Yeah. Tell I me that's know. base reality, Ted. You look me in the eye and you tell me that's base reality. Honestly, I think Musk gets a lot more credit than he deserves. Like it's like he's inventing stuff. He buys companies and runs them. I mean, it's not like it's not like Twitter's flourishing. And then also, oh. uh, like I don't think he thinks everything out. Like he went on stage in San Francisco with Dave Chappelle and thought everybody was gonna be like, Oh, sweet, richest man in the world. Are you getting they booed the shit out of him. So yeah, yeah that's I, true, dude. He does I think have he was hubris. just sitting on Twitter, being Elon Musk, being like, I own Twitter. I could talk, I could talk ass on anybody. And Zuck was like, not me, playa. <laughs> dude, so here's the full exchange. I just found it. Uh so Elon Musk tweets out, I'm sure Earth can't wait to be exclusively under Zuck's thumb with no other options. At least it will be sane. Was worried there for a moment. So hundred thousand million views on that. Then some first top result or top reply. Better be careful, Elon Musk. I heard he does jujitsu now. Elon, I'm up for a cage match if he is. LOL. Um, and then, you know, Zuckerberg responded, send me location, to which Musk responded, Vegas, octagon. <laughs> I mean, look, wow, I, saw, boys. <laughs> I saw Dana White do an interview. He's like, I think they're serious. Like, so I'm saying, like, I, I would never pay a hundred bucks for a fight. I'd pay a hundred bucks to watch that one. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> God. That's wild, man. I thought the flamethrowers that Elon put out is wild. This is way more wild to fight against a trained man. I mean, do you think Elon just starts cancels all of his projects and starts training immediately? Like, what's your move if you're Elon? You oh, hundred percent, right, right? Yeah, and he can, right? When you're the, you got that much money, like he'll get top level trainers, nutritionists, this and that. You'd have to have a catch weight. He can't come in at like two ten and Zucks one fifty five. You'd have to have a catch weight of like 175, 180 or something. But also, if you set it up, like that's the thing. Like Zuckerberg already has his blue belt. So even if somehow Musk is like a phenom at Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like he might get a couple stripes in a month or a couple few months. But like, like he's he's Zuckerberg would still have the advantage if they get to the ground. That's what I was going to say is do you go totally alternate if you're Elon Musk and you just you know, practice sprawling and kickboxing. Like, do you not even enter Zuckerberg's realm? I feel like that may be the smart move. Keep the distance with those longer arms, uh, Ezreal Adesanya style. Yeah, I was just, I mean, that's what made Chuck Liddell so powerful back in the day when he was reigning champ. Was he just, he never got to the, nobody ever got him to the ground. He would always just sprawl, get up, start trading punches. That's going to be so crazy if Elon Musk punches Mark Zuckerberg in the face. Because I bet there are, uh, I don't even know want to say it. I bet there are a significant number of people who fe- who would like to see that happen. Which one? <laughs> um, I think, you know, I think there's some people who probably would like to punch Zuckerberg in the face themselves and that would just be wild to actually witness that. That's what I'm saying though. I think there's a lot of people that would like to punch both those dudes. 
So yeah. the idea oh, yeah. of them getting in there, it's just like, yeah, it'd be wild. It'd, it'd be crazy. But with that said, when I first saw it, I went, this is like kind of like you were saying, like, this is a sign of the apocalypse. And then I was like, you know what? I'm buying this fight. I'm totally going to watch this fight <laughs> if it happens. Oh, my God, dude. Just looking through these pictures that they have online, like I'm just seeing Zuckerberg just strangling dudes. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm saying. He's already in competitions for jujitsu. Yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like he has a massive advantage, but you got to get it to the ground. And then somebody was like, I don't know. Somebody was giving me crap. They're like, oh, do you think your boxing match would have been different? If it was MMA. MMA. I was like, if I could have got him on the ground. Yeah. I would have shimmied up his chest and took his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Said, but I would have had to get, to, to get him to the ground. I don't know why. Knocking somebody out is super cool, but there's something really just awesome about putting somebody to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to a jujitsu class randomly a couple weeks ago and I only got, I am a total beginner. I got one guy and I put him to sleep or, you know, I like he tapped and it does feel incredible. Yeah. It's completely different. And I'm just like, it's a, it's a next level, like power move. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Zuck is going to make Mark look, I mean, I think Zuck is going to make Elon look pretty stupid if this thing happens, but I got to imagine Elon has some kind of angle. He really Zuckerberg looks a lot more athletic than Elon too. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Before we take a break, just my annual gripe. I don't understand why we get the fourth off. Fireworks are at night. Cookouts are in the afternoon. You get New Year's Day off, not New Year's Eve. Can we start getting July 5th off? I well, mean, the cookouts being in the afternoon, wouldn't that preclude you from working in the afternoon? That, you can have a cookout at 4 or 5 p.m. I don't know. Maybe close the office early. Just saying, at the end of the day, the main part of July 4th to me is the fireworks. It's a nighttime activity. Like, right. Ted, Ted, I feel like I know too much about you and about America to go along with this. One, you get off work at 6, my guy. Way too late to start grilling burgs. Is Two, it? It's a full day American holiday. There's there's parades happening across the country. People go crazy. People light some, you know, those black snakes. You got to light those in the sure. day, baby. There's no light. I don't know. I've Matt, been on this. Matt knows. I've been yeah. on this theory for years since I was like 20. I'm like, we should get the fifth off, not the fourth. I think we also should. I think we also should have the fifth off. I think it should be both, especially with it being on a Tuesday this year. Who's who's doing anything on a Wednesday? Like I weirdly have a meeting with the city of Seattle on a Wednesday. I'm just like, after the fourth, like, how dare you? <laughs> I feel like I have talked to multiple, not even multiple, a lot of people. They're just like, yeah, dude, I just took the whole week off. Like, wow. Yep. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does feel weird to. Well, I think also for some people, it's not as big of a drinking holiday where maybe it is like amongst your your crew. And so like a lot of people aren't experiencing the hangover. They're like, you know, out with their kids, whatever fireworks are over by 1030 and then they shut it down. But, you know, yeah, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I feel like both days really should be off is my only position. But I think working on the fourth feels also pretty anti-American. Do you hate America, Ted? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that's like the cheapest political tactic i feel like they use in every debate <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's like it's like the uh 
It's like the American flag pin on the lapel. It's like he doesn't even have a flag on his lapel. It's like he's <laughs> yeah. a fucking congressman. Like he doesn't need to wear a flag for me to know what side he's on. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty committed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. He's he's pot committed. Like his whole life revolves around our government. <laughs> That's the same thing when I hear like the war on Christmas. I'm like, I don't know that anyone's waging war against a holiday, especially most people's favorite. There wasn't. There was never a war on Christmas. It's not sense. I know. <laughs> I never stopped it's saying not- Merry Christmas at all. Like I said, all of it's like, <laughs> I'm not making some political statement, just Merry Christmas. And I get it. Like a lot of corporations and stuff had to go like happy holidays because you don't want one person being like, I'm not, but it's like the other thing too, that annoys me about Christmas is like, people are like, don't forget the true meaning like Jesus. I'm like, no, it's not. It is clearly <laughs> a secular holiday now. Like Christmas, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, let's get real, man. Yeah. It's a monument to American consumption at this point, but it's a great holiday and you know, we all enjoy it. It's an awesome holiday. Don't even make me get biblical. Because technically <laughs> the census would have never been in December. Uh, good thing about growing up catholic every once in a while in an argument i'll be like well actually if you read the bible (laughs) like what like yeah yeah your argument don't really stand up on this one champ (laughs) that is a power move i did it the other day we were talking about something or talking about like joel olstein and i'm like yeah yeah remember the only time we see jesus openly angry and violent is at the temple when people are making money. <laughs> Galatians 319. Yeah. Right. Uh, either way, look, the July 4th is a great holiday, too. I always say it's the it, like for the 4th of July and Christmas to me are like top tier holidays. Yep. I just, I'm just like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, and you're right. Party lifestyle also leans towards like, we should have the fifth off, dude. I didn't even get home till 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. But what about like, traffic, Well, you also God? didn't need to polish a 12 pack, my guy. Yeah, there's families stuck in traffic in Fremont. They need the fifth off, too. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I would hear the case for that. And honestly, you know, the day after, I, I'm all for more holidays. I love holidays. I think it's an amazing celebration of the human spirit and our culture. And we work too much as is, especially in Seattle and and especially me as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pro holiday. I take every holiday off. I don't let my I tell all my staff you have the day off unless you would like to work, in which case that's your prerogative, because I just would never ask somebody to do something I wouldn't do. And I don't work holidays. You got to take them off. Otherwise, you're going to start working every one. Yeah, man. And I think we just run it like New Year's, right? Things, you know, you're right. Maybe the cookouts at six or seven p.m. Go watch the fireworks. You can have a cookout the next day. So then kids are happy. Hungover people are happy. There's burgers and hot dogs hanging out. But then if you have the cookout the next day, aren't you drinking at the cookout? And then you need the next day off? Where does it end, Ted? Well, it's like a Sunday. You crack a couple beers on a Sunday, but you're not going after it like it's Saturday night. Hmm. That's okay. Yeah. It's like the, the day after the holiday kind of. Yeah, I got you. So I'm saying New Year's Day, like people, you know, you watch college bowl games, eat pizza or chicken wings with a couple good buddies. I, that's very specific. It's what I do. But it's not the same as like New Year's Eve where you're like, let's rage. Yeah, yeah. You you feather the accelerator a little bit. You don't, yeah. you know, stick it to the floor. Now, with that said, I take off January 2nd as well. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, so maybe this <laughs> whole argument is moot. 
<laughs> oh, all right. With that, let's take a break. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back. Thanks to all our sponsors out there. Uh, Cobb, do we have some emails? Hell yeah, brother. Uh, top topic, uh, getting out of a conversation. So the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Longtime listener, first time emailer, answering the cop topic of getting out of a conversation. I work as a semi-truck mechanic, and I talk to many drivers who will keep the conversation going. I'll start shorting my responses until it is uncomfortable silence or they end the conversation. If that doesn't work, I'll act like I have a groin pain and then excuse myself from the conversation to run to the restroom. Then I don't return and avoid them at all cost. (laughs) Wow. All right. Um... Cobb, you don't have to read this on the cast, but let Matt and Ted know that you guys helped me out tremendously. I bought my first house earlier this year and moved to a new town. I haven't branched out yet to make new friends. Uh, It's been hard, but being able to listen to you guys each week cheers me up. Uh, It's like I'm hanging out with old buddies. Peace out, gents. Awesome. Nice. Nice. wonder where he moved to. He was light on the details. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, that is cool. And and that is the nice thing about a show like this. It is like weirdly, it's like this parasocial relationship where, because I listen to a lot of podcasts too, and it does feel like you know the people on it, you know? Sure. I talked to a buddy that I hadn't talked to in probably 10 years last week. I think I told you this. And he's like, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so you kind of know what I've been up to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, yeah, sounds like you've been uh, drinking a lot of beer and chasing loose women. Like, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I, I've changed yeah, a little bit too. I, I'm, I'm in better shape. <laughs> um, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. My way of getting away from someone who won't stop talking is to fake the need to poop. I always grab my gut and say, "I got to go to the bathroom." Works every time. Craig, the blind machinist. I like that you put that tone in your voice too. Like, ooh, I gotta go. <laughs> I was really hoping it would be a female's name. <laughs> but it's the truth, though. If I just said, "Hey, I gotta poop," you'd be like, "All right," but I'm like, "I gotta poop." I'm like, all right, go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the tone does tell the tale. Yeah. <laughs> Greetings, boys. Quite often in the South, our genial nature, wow, you don't see that word a lot, genial. Uh, Our genial nature leads to some extended conversations, and sometimes it's difficult to part ways. But what I have learned, especially in a work setting, is to do the one-two combo of a glance at the watch and then pull the phone. The smart watch game has really helped with this. I'll look at my watch, give a confused or exasperated face, pull my phone out, and then give them a, hey, let's pick this back up soon, but I have to deal with this. Works every time. Thanks for the entertainment. Freeman in Tennessee. Unfortunately, not Chris Stapleton's manager. <laughs> huh? Go Vols. <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy who had that. His picture is awesome. It's like a cowboy hat, but then he's in a suit mysteriously and like expensive sunglasses. Oh, he just yeah. looks cool. <laughs> That's what we we're saying. He could be Stapleton's manager. Also, it's <laughs> yeah. been a week post. Just want to reiterate. If you get a chance to see Stapleton in concert, go. Guy was amazing. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch it. Summer greetings, gentlemen, uh, to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. land. 
A standard six ounce box of jello will yield 15 jello shots. A standard baking sheet can hold 30 shots. So I like to use two boxes of jello and make 30 shots at a time. Pouring the hot liquid jello into its cup is generally the hardest part of the process, besides making room in the fridge for a sheet of shots to cool. So I imagine if one were making thousands of jello shots on any given day, they must have a factory line of machines squirting precise amounts into each cup, day and night pumping these out. And the shelf life of a jello shot is roughly a month if covered and well kept. So I bet their cold storage capacity is also a beast. I'd love to see how they do it all. And hot tip for those that didn't know, because I didn't know, the shots taste better if you cut the alcohol portion with a liqueur. For example, if making orange jello and vodka shots, cut the vodka with triple shit with triple sec, and you'll get a much tastier shot. Cheers, Michelle. That seems about right. I think I've had jello shots with them. Uh what's it? Javo? J-E-V-O, the tel- the gelatin shot prep machine used in bars, restaurants, nightclubs, casinos, concert venues, and bowling centers all over the U.S. So the place in Omaha tagged them. Like, thanks for the help. Wow. That was, uh, <laughs> that was like a very Michelle response to one of our ridiculous topics. Like, that was very on brand. I like that. <laughs> like, the kitchen logistics of actually making this happen. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> I mean, everybody's been wondering. It's like, yeah, it's like, man, that's a lot of jello shots. And like, yeah. Well, remember, they got that whole uh cool down meat truck, not cadaver truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <sake> voice. <laughs> All right, from one jello shot to another. Let's check in with what's man. Hey, what's good? What's man? Uh before we get to what's maddening. There's no jello shots for me this week yet again. Um, I made the most of the week. I mean, when we last left off, I was between finals games heading into game seven um, for the Firebirds, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ted, did I you watch that game? I did. I think you could tell from my text that just yeah. said <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. I had a fifth row ticket to the Hershey Bears uh overtime game seven game winning goal. <laughs> and- right, so people that don't know, we were talking about that game seven, minor league hockey. It goes seven games, it goes to overtime. What is there? Two and a half minutes left? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was almost the end of overtime again, and then they lost to the the hated Hershey Bears. I mean, yeah, just in the hockey world, you know, game seven just holds this weight to it. And then, you know, sudden death overtime. And so to have a game seven sudden death overtime, you know, unfolding, it was, you know, just one of the wildest sports experiences of my life to just ride that emotional roller coaster and, uh, I didn't like where it finished, but uh, it was it was still, you know, a hell of a playoff run that I'll remember forever. Uh, and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, the team stays somewhat together. I've been like studying how AHL off seasons work and stuff. And just, <laughs> I mean, I've been thinking about you a lot, Ted. Like, Ted <laughs> likes cricket. This is fine. Oh I should have never told my friends I'm into cricket. I feel like I hear that a lot. Like, 
Joe says it all the time. He's like, well, he's in the cricket. I'm like, I, I, that's a weird conversation starter. <laughs> like I would, now I feel like I have to defend myself. Like, well, I love college football too. I'm a Seahawks fan. <laughs> uh, now I'm getting into billionaire cage fighting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was Wednesday night, and then, you know, it was just kind of a rough week after that, but uh, we tried to make the most of the weekend. And- uh, real quick, Cobb, Matt, the Matt we know, MCTV. So I literally just text him, or, or well, comma, F word. So I don't hear from him. I assume he's getting to his car, drives home, and he, his reply, I don't know if there's any amount of weed or sleep that'll help this. I was like, oh. <laughs> Matt likes to smoke weed, like no amount. <laughs> no, Jesus. man. I know he was he was down, man. I forgot about that text. <laughs> One, um, number two, uh, weed just made it worse. I would say, you know, I just got more like this is such a special team, and it was our year. <laughs> damn it! Like <laughs> it was our time. <laughs> I mean, are, are you ranking this up there with like the Seahawks losing to the Patriots in the Super Bowl now? Dude, it 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 really feels similar. Like I've <laughs> I've compared the two a lot. It's because it's a wild thing. Cause, you know, uh, as I'm going through it, I'm also like, it's wild that I'm having like a physiological response to something that happened in the sports game. <laughs> like I do not feel well. <laughs> two years ago, you didn't even know who these guys were. Right. I that is wild. It sucks um, you in, though. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, you know, a lot of gratitude to be down here um, and, and to have that team. And, you know, I think we'll be pretty good for for a, a pretty a lot of years because apparently there's a lot of free agents in the AHL and uh, they they can kind of choose where they want to play. And, you know, if you paid attention, I was mentioning like, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, we played Milwaukee. We played Calgary. Like the Coachella Valley is very nice area during hockey season, and we got a lot of golf courses and sunshine. And the dudes <laughs> like playing here, so right. that is a long-term advantage. So, yeah, I mean, look, if I was going to play minor league hockey in the winter time, I think I would take Palm Springs over <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. God, seriously. Yeah, Ted, you've been to Milwaukee. You get what I'm saying? I have. <clears throat> and uh, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I almost texted you about this, Ted. Uh, over the weekend, we went up to Big Bear, um, nice. which is this little mountain town um, down here in Southern California, uh, like two hours from where I am. Uh, and, you know, usually in the, in the winter, there's a snow up there. People go snowboarding and skiing. The snow's not great, but people do it. And But in the summer, it's just a little bit more chill, but there's like hikes and there's a lake. And so we went and checked that out and uh, did a couple like shorter hikes and checked out the lake and drove around. Uh, it was It was a lot of fun. I got to say, Big Bear is really cool. If you're ever down here... You know, Big Bear, I would still, I, I don't want to compare it to Idlewild, but I can't help it because those are our two little mountain getaways that are like kind of close. So, and they're both on the PCT. Um, but Big Bear also uh, is famous for boxers because the, uh, 
the altitude's different and stuff. So a lot of boxers have camps in Big Bear. Like you'd oh. be that's 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 the first time I ever heard of Big Bear. It was like dudes would go up there for like a month or two and train. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um plus you're away from everybody. So like less distractions, altitude helps, like build up your lungs. Like that I mean, that's how I know Big Bear. It's like, oh yeah, man, it's where all the like good time big boxers go. Oh, I didn't know that. Um <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the place we went that literally I think it was a 10% discount for using cash. Like it's pretty <laughs> remote up there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's what it was. It was a 10% cash discount and a 3.99 card fee. Like, so it was just simultaneous, like, wins um, hitting the one ATM that uh, my bank has up there. Um, but that place was called Santana Mavericks. They were really good. They're, like, one of the nice, nicer ranked restaurants in town. Still a bar and grill, but they had, like, French food asian food mexican food italian food and american food all at the same joint <laughs> nice yeah so it was uh it was really uh i ended up getting the chicken bernays off the french part of the menu and it was really good um <laughs> but we also went to a place called the teddy bear restaurant ted all right which was the breakfast spot um all right and i had the teddy bear uh benedict which was pastrami and Swiss cheese over a biscuit topped with gravy. I think, yeah, it was unreal. I've never had a Benedict that dialed in with awesome ingredients. Uh, so, yeah, uh, shout out to the Teddy Bear restaurant up there. Um, everything's Sounds got, delicious. it was so good. That was yeah. That was one of the the highlights. We also went bowling, and I had one pretty good game. It really, <laughs> it was like five frames that I did good on in an hour. <laughs> My bowling game and golf game are kind of similar in that each time I'm trying to break a hundred, but bowling's above, golf's below. Yeah, <laughs> which I I have done in bowling. I'm not. I think I broke. 100 maybe once maybe once <laughs> golfing you mean yeah yeah oh, okay it's hard much, dude especially if you keep stuff. real score yeah <laughs> no beer mulligans yeah not fun <laughs> oh that sounds awesome yeah dude when we're done with this just google like uh boxers and big bear i mean everybody's trained up there okay so it's like the spot all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right, boys. Um, over the weekend, um, I flew up to Seattle and we drove down to a birthday party in uh, Portland. Um, and the house we went to was just crazy. They just they just installed a pool in the backyard and um, it lazy was just, river. It, no river, but it, it was actually a cenote pool. So it was designed to look like a natural pool. So it was like dark concrete and stuff. It was, it was honestly pretty impressive. Um, but anyway, um, this is sort of like a a prominent 
Portland family, I would say. So this birthday for a one-year-old had about 75, 80 people at it. And it was awesome. I mean, it was a great birthday, but just done to the nines, you know, balloons and uh, cake. And they actually uh, catered in Shake Shack, which is pretty cool. Um, So it was just people were balling out and it kind of blew my mind because that really is not the way I grew up. Um, And I was just like, huh, this is just so crazy. And I, yeah, I always try to think back, like what would, what would 10 year old me think of this? Or what would like eight year old me think of this? You know, cause it kind of gives you some appreciation for your life, some perspective. Um, so the cop topic this week is what is something you, that you thought was a rich people thing when you were a kid, feel free to email us literally the word email at the podcast.com. The has two E's. What is something that you thought was a rich people thing when you were a kid? Mine was name brand cereal. We always had like the bagged cereal and I was always like shocked when someone had like a box of cereal and you're like, damn, dude, these people ball. Boys. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Grey Poupon. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a massive, massive deal. Uh, a kid I went to, to grade school with, I remember, uh, what was it? So in D.C., there wasn't a baseball team, but like the Orioles would always play two of their last... Uh, like preseason games in D.C. And we went, I mean, I remember the kid's name. We're still friends on Facebook, Hardeep Chowdhury. And his dad <laughs> grilled some hot dogs and he pulled out Grey Poupon. And I was like, holy shit. Bro, these, these people are loaded. <laughs> the oxygen has left the room. My man's got a jar of Grey Poupon. Forget <laughs> about it, dude. <laughs> As I'll fold up this table and go home. That's crazy, dude. Because that you're right. That is a legit status symbol flex. The commercial with the guy in the limo. Yeah, like Grey Poupon. I would also put A one on that level. Like if you were at somebody's yeah. house, they had like steaks, and they were like, "Here's A one." Like you got to be kidding me. I shut the front door, <laughs> dude. I can't even afford to be here looking at it. That's right. <laughs> dude, you're so right. That's so dumb. Grey Poupon was the most baller shit I'd ever seen. I don't know if it's just a commercial. What does a jar of Grey Poupon cost? It's probably within like the. You're right, dude. That just was a rich person, like baller thing. That's wild. Wait, it, you're right. I don't think the price could have been that much more, but like we just never had it. We had yellow yeah. mustard, and I'm huge yeah, in the mustards now. Like yeah, <laughs> dude, we were not balling like that either, man. That's dude. That's crazy. <laughs> My parents used to make fun of the commercial. Actually, I remember they were like, you know, that commercial, like, pardon me. Do you have any gray poupon? Yeah. Uh, when he rolls the window down in the limo. Damn, dude. That might be one of your best answers for any cop topic ever. You just blew me away. Um, Pretty sure we had A1 and gray poupon growing up. So. I know. <laughs> All right. Mac up on the other side. <laughs> Did you have branded cereal? No, yes. Yeah, yes. For sure, dude. Damn you. Wow. I want to hear what Matt's answer is. <laughs> yeah. Was, did you have a pool in your backyard? <laughs> pool is oh, big. Yeah, I didn't know anybody yeah pool. the pool, you know, it was, it was Southern California. Um, and I would say, you know, pretty Manhattan Beach is a pretty, you know, well off neighborhood in general. Um, but a, a lot of people, I would say like 10% of kids had had pools and most of them were in newer, nice houses, you know, by our standards. Um, and that was always a big thing. And, you know, their birthday parties were always the most exciting. Um, 
And then, yeah, that, that was that was a big thing I remember it was like, you know, I think back to my childhood and it was like, yeah, we had a lot of nice stuff. We had a nice house. We had, you know, we were pretty comfortable, um, but we didn't have a pool. And like as a kid, you know, I'm glad you have to go through that, like being a spoiled kid and being like, we don't have a pool. What the f- mom and dad? And it's like, they my life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean, right. Kids, they just can't help it. Right. You go to somebody's giant house like I did it to my parents. Like, well, their house is massive. We could drink all the soda we want it like they had a (laughs) one like, yeah, well, you don't live there. (laughs) Ray Poupon, mom. Come on. Right. (laughs) That's awesome, dude. Right. This isn't even French's store brand. What are we doing? (laughs) <laughs> too relatable ted too relatable <laughs> oh all right once again we are off next week on july 4th <laughs> uh yeah i don't know have a good time don't hey i will say this wear some sunscreen don't blow your hands off all right be careful fireworks uh other than that you're right july 4th is a great time go out on the third enjoy the fourth and then uh yeah we'll be back the week after that So for MCTP, for Cobb and Lee Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.